we were somewhere around London on the edge of the M25 when the drugs began to take hold. Hi, I'm Matthew Shadorn, and I am the host of Comedy Killed the Video Star. This is the podcast where a guest and I discuss the music videos that we love, hate, love to hate, or just baffle us as we try to understand the strange remnants of popular culture. Every week I have a guest on, and they choose three or so music videos based loosely around a theme and we discuss those music videos and a bunch of other random topics surrounding surrounding those videos this week i have alex green he is a friend of mine a fellow comedian here in the city of oxford in the uk and he has brought me not three videos but actually six videos, including five music videos, one short film, and a extraneous clip from the Jimmy Kimmel show that we've decided to not really talk about, all from The weekend And uh, The weekend drug-fueled descent into madness over the course of several videos, the first of which heavily influenced by Terry Gilliam's Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, which is an excellent film. I highly recommend. Terry Gilliam is a director that I'm kind of up and down about. I feel like he's got like three, maybe four really great films. No, I think he's got, yeah, he's probably got three or four really great to good films. And then the rest of it, I, I can kind of take or leave. But Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, definitely worth checking out but yeah alex and i get into discussions of the weekend and his strange art project surrounding his after hours album if you want to watch the videos all the links are in the description so you can watch those videos before during or after the show i, I recommend taking a look at them they're some fine fine pieces of art and Thanks again for listening. If you uh, wouldn't mind, please leave us a rating and a review uh, on iTunes. It really helps people find the show and it would it would mean a lot to me. And if you want to let me know anything, any film references in these videos that I missed, I know there's a handful that I thought of after the fact, you know, just send them to me at uh, comedykillthevideostar at gmail.com. And as always, original music by the original Sarah Mann. And with no further ado, let's get on to our discussion with the very funny Mr. Alex Green. Bye, everybody. Welcome to the show, comedian Alex Green. Alex, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are I'm, you? I'm all right. Uh, I'm all right. I'm enjoying the the music video, uh, not trilogy, like sex, sex, sexology. Yeah, what is that it? You brought me. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I thought it would be challenging because well first of all they're i think they're very good they are and i'd be interested to know what you thought of them generally how they play to you because you're like a film fan and you're a sort of a music video aficionado yeah. Yeah, and I mean, you can tell from the videos also that that the weekend is a very big film fan because there's there's a ton of movies in here. Yeah, yeah, tons. Have of you references. seen any of these movies? <laughs> well, I've seen. Well, I saw Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas uh -huh. like many years ago, which I think is sort of that's the theme of Heartless, which is yeah. the first video. And then there's also elements of. Have you seen Uncut Gems? I haven't actually seen Uncut Gems because the weekend is actually in Uncut I heard, Gems. Yeah, and so there's yeah there's a lot of themes of that in there. I'll tell you, but as far as 2020 point, was very stressful. And and the idea of watching a Safety Brothers movie in 2020 seemed like the worst idea ever. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, you know what? Well, I saw 
I saw it right before the oh, pandemic. Yeah. I saw it at, at a cinema in before the pandemic, wow. and that was a thrill back then. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine watching. Yeah, it I mean, that's the thing is, I yeah, I think I was like, this is a movie I'm gonna have to watch in a theater. But then, like when I was going to, I think like the it came like to my local cinema like a week after, like it was gonna come the week after the pandemic shut everything down. Yeah, and so I missed it. Yeah, but I think there's a lot of. I mean, I'm surprised the Safdie brothers didn't direct any of these videos. Oh yeah, because there there is their stamp all over it, and even in the music, you hear that in the soundtrack for their movies yeah that's a good point actually yeah it is very like safety brothers s and a lot of things yeah point uh i hadn't thought about that i was thinking about like so there's the second video i think for blinding lights and there's an, another, lights, yeah. another thing and then it comes up again in um what's the murder video which murder? oh in your eyes it's <laughs> like a lot of there's like a lot of <laughs> murder, murder videos that we will get to yeah throughout this journey but yeah like blinding lights and in your eyes have a lot of like drive elements to it the movie drive which is yeah, one of the references drive, i never I, I didn't in all the research i didn't nobody brought up drive and i was like really it feels like drive is a huge influence on yeah this. yeah yeah i'm surprised they, they didn't talk about that either but yeah there's there's so many movies in it but it's mostly makes me feel like mostly feels like david lynch to me right but that might just be because it's strange and hard to interpret right which you can just stamp david lynch on anything like yeah that. it's it's violent and dreamlike or nightmarish and uh yeah also he's got this like dark red suit which is very much is very twin peaksy in its color scheme <laughs> yeah and he keeps it on he's kept that red suit throughout this whole era yeah. i don't know if he's ever washed it it doesn't look like he's ever washed it probably on purpose maybe yeah gosh yeah and i guess the thing is like you get blood on that it's not going to show and that's the beauty of the red suit yeah exactly and there's there's a lot of blood in this yeah. so and yeah well he doesn't need the suit at all eventually because he's not he doesn't really have a body but we'll get yeah, to that exactly <laughs> you're like yeah like you find out what happens to his head but i'm like what happens to the suit yeah, so right. what is kind of your history with the weekend and with these videos in particular so the weekend he sort of exploded a few years ago maybe about eight or nine years ago he released these mixtapes it was at the time in the early 2010s when a lot of artists were exploding with mixtapes mm. on like Tumblr and things like that. And he had this trilogy of mixtapes that I thought were amazing. And I was wondering why he wasn't bigger. And then, of course, he did get huge, got signed with a record label, mm. released a lot of stuff. And then I had that hipstery thing of being like, ah, this stuff's a bit too poppy. <laughs> And mainstream for me, I'm not really into the weekend much anymore. Yeah. And then he started putting out these videos mm -hmm. last year, or towards the end of 2019, I think they began. Yeah. And yeah, that it was a complete departure from what he'd been doing. It was a complete stylistic change, and there's a real narrative theme in these videos. Sure. But it's hard to know what what it's really about. A lot of people have their interpretations of it, and some people I think are pretending to have interpretations of yeah. it, but they're not really saying much. You see it a lot in the YouTube comments. Yeah, he's trying. He's trying to tell you about hollywood yeah that's kind of is that, what, what's he trying to it's say like fame man destroys yeah, just you fame. dude like you don't even know it's one of those things where you you don't want to ask him about it because i mean one it's not fun to hear an artist explain what they're trying to do right. and secondly it might not be the answer you want it to be yeah it might be a bit basic yeah <laughs> i mean i do feel like it is like drill down into it it's just kind of just like it's a bit it's a little basic <laughs> you're right it's like yeah it's yeah. basically like hollywood it's all superficial man it's a bunch of phonies <laughs> they don't know yeah. and you just go in there and you sell your soul and you're just left this husk you're just a dead head yeah, just laying like... on the side of the road it's like yeah just whatever just just perform for yeah. me <laughs> wow you're just that's like, more dance dance please <laughs> and of course like this album's theme as well it's more well i mean i guess this part of it's mainly about 
about that sort of thing in the videos, but he's also playing this character of a reckless hedonistic maniac. Yeah. He's been heartbroken or something, and now he's going to Vegas to act out. Yeah, there's kind of like all his hedonistic desires and whatnot. So, yeah. so let's start with the first one of this six video cycle. Mm. And this is Heartless. It came out, yeah, it came out in December of 2019, and it's Anton Tammy is the name of the director, and he directed actually the first four videos in this in this cycle yeah it's interesting that there wasn't the same director for all of them. i thought that was weird too actually yeah i was like why why are this the last two are a different director so i don't know yeah it seems like a very personal project to have different directors come in yeah but then the other thing is that like tammy anton tammy and then his brother whose name escapes me they were the people who came up with like the look of heartless so like the red suit and all the design elements like they oh, came really? up with all of that look and then they brought that to the video as well and then it does seem weird that like the next the next two videos or the last two videos are not part of that so yeah it's sort of well i guess considering how much things go off the rail in this story yeah. it makes sense that maybe things would change up maybe. <laughs> yeah but what yeah so this video like for the first video on its own as a video it's quite weird yes but in context of this whole story it's probably the most ordinary one of all yeah you can track it real easy and you're like i get what's going on here <laughs> yeah it's like yeah you're following it and what i also love is the difference between the lyrics and what you're seeing in the video is this very much when you just maybe hear it on the radio mm -hmm. well a lot of the lyrics would be cut out but if <laughs> yeah. you just happen to hear it on the surface it sounds like a typical R&B or rap star just bragging about how much fun and sex he is having. Yeah. And then the video is just the weekend and I think just his one only friend, <laughs> which is the producer Metro Boomin, yeah. just stumbling around on their own acting like tits essentially but it's like that's not even your friend that's like your employee like <laughs> so yeah. it's like he had to come he with has you to come with you it's like yeah i feel like metro boom was like actually i i got a family i gotta go <laughs> nice yeah, He's like no right. we're going to vegas so the video starts we're in front of what has been rebranded the heartless hotel and casino do you know what that was originally i think it's the sands it actually if you think it it's the plaza in las plaza. vegas you've been to vegas right no i haven't actually i like i like to oh, you on one right. of your shows about going to Vegas. <laughs> yes, I forgot. That was I couldn't remember if that was because I remember you telling that story and I couldn't remember if it was a lie or not. No, it's a version of uh, other people's stories oh. that I yeah kind of made my own. Yeah. yeah, I lied about going to Vegas and almost being recruited into porn. Yeah. <laughs> just for the record, Alex doesn't just lie to me willy nilly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that should be. Explained. Yeah. Um, we did a show where the premise was comedians were telling quote unquote true stories, but one of them was lying, and then the audience had to guess which one. And Alex had a very convincing lie somehow that people wanted <laughs> to see him have sex on camera <laughs> it was about yeah going to i think my a friend of mine had gone to vegas many years ago and ended up at the porn convention slash awards mm -hmm. and just him describing how bizarre that situation was i decided to parlay into a story and then uh, made it more unbelievable at the end i wish i didn't put that twist in at the end because that's what that's what ruined it yeah. a guy tried to recruit me into porn and then everyone was like no <laughs> you've not got it you've not really got the uh attribute yeah we don't think like we can see you <laughs> jeez yeah that was that was a brutal night i wish i hadn't done that <laughs> <laughs> to have an entire room full of people going mm. Mm. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. What, so have you been to Vegas? I've never been to Vegas. I've been to Reno, which is a sadder Vegas. Yeah, it's Reno's sort of Vegas's sad little brother. Yeah, which I feel like Vegas is pretty sad. Actually, this this makes Vegas look pretty cool. I'm like, ooh, so many lights. 
yeah it's that it's one of those that it looks very yeah the whole video is a great representation of vegas i think because it looks to use a wanky word aesthetically it's beautiful yeah no i mean it's just but yeah the content of it what's actually going on is really pathetic yeah well yeah so let's get into that so <laughs> we track in on this casino and and the camera flies through this car like it goes in the passenger window and then out the driver's side window and i yeah, thought this was going to be like it's such a showy shot that i thought oh this whole thing is going to be one long take because otherwise why would mm. you do that and then immediately <laughs> yeah. you know just this is just a cut and i'm just like oh, okay well never mind just isn't <laughs> but it, the the shot continues and it goes over his head yeah. and this really well it's a it's a lovely smile but it's also quite <laughs> yeah i don't know quite worrying yeah that's like your first sign of this guy's a bit off the rails right well he's clearly yeah i mean he's just like staring at all the blinking lights i love this this is a great shot because it's all the lights reflected in his sunglasses and then this yeah. like the smile that says i am very high right now um <laughs> yeah it immediately establishes itself yeah it's just like okay we know what's going on with this guy he's just staring at lights laughing at lights and that's really yeah that's i mean that's the only fun you really need to have yeah in vegas and then there's then there's a shot of them they just falling out of a car yeah. which is very much like you know the convertible from fear and loathing you know they're just they show up and right. they're, yeah. they're falling out of the convertible and whatnot and it's a great look yeah it's already you've got references and uh, it feels like even though this is pre-pandemic it sort of feels like a pandemic version of vegas because they were alone when they arrived in the car like there's no one else yeah. on this strip and then they're in this casino which is there's some people there yeah but there's not many <laughs> So maybe they showed up and it's like, it's actually three in the morning. Cause that's the thing about Vegas is you never know what time it is. So I'm, yeah, it's like, I feel like there'd be just as many people there at any time. It is, it's truly the city that never sleeps to me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Yeah. Cause you'll be like, you know, I imagine there's a lot of people who go in a casino and then they come out and they're like, it's 4 a.m. Like, I was in there for, <laughs> I thought I was in there for like 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't want to go because I, I've seen too many. I've seen The Simpsons and stuff. I've seen what can happen. I saw what happened to Marge. Yeah. Yeah, we all know what happened to Marge. I can, it could happen to all of us. Yeah, it could happen to Marge Simpson. <laughs> so that's who, the rule that I live by in life. Yeah. So this is his producer. What's his name again? Metro Booming. Metro Booming. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's got his hands in the fountain, which I feel like that security would come over and say, "Please don't put your hands in the fountain." <laughs> yeah, these guys. I don't think they should be there. Probably. And this bit, they've just arrived, and it already looks like they've run out of things to do. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's a shot of him playing craps, and it's like, maybe he lost all his money immediately. <laughs> yeah, he just arrived, lost all his money, and decided just to just ride this trip out. Yeah, they're just hanging out. They, they they do look defeated. They already look pretty, you know, drunk. They're also smoking inside, which I feel like is probably not okay. I will say, every time he's drinking a drink, it looks like the best drink ever. Yeah, it's like, he's, he's just guzzling it down. Yeah, look at this. Pouring out his mouth. I'm just like, I love that. I don't know, something about, like, <laughs> this is probably bad, but, like, every time I see somebody drinking in a movie, I'm like, oh. Drink. and it doesn't matter like it's an, even like in this situation where it's like clearly he's not having a healthy relationship with alcohol here i'm still like oh, look really good <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like the whole point of the video is the opposite but yeah you just can't help yeah i mean this does look fun i i don't know oh for sure i mean this looks like a hundred percent fun i mean he is making out with a statue right here yeah which is well that's what's great is because you see the lyrics there's a lyric where he says uh is it like so much pussy it'd be falling out my pocket right and there is, I don't think there's a single woman in this video. He's literally making out with statues. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not an animate woman anyways. <laughs> no. So that's why I love, yeah, I love the lyrics in the video are completely different. Yeah. And that the weekend is 
just tripping balls essentially at this point yeah i mean absolutely yeah yeah but he is i mean it does seem like it's fun for him it seems like it'd be a nightmare to be around but <laughs> and i mean that's part of this character right yeah. that he's just self-indulgent selfish i mean he he starts off as a bit of a dick and as this as the series go on uh becomes a bit more than that yeah <laughs> So this is a guy that it, it looks fun, but you don't want to hang around with him yeah. necessarily. Well, see, this is like this is the emptiness of celebrity that we're really hitting on here. Exactly, man. It's like it seems all glamorous and whatever. But you know, when you really look at it, you're like, this is just a sad guy smoking a cigarette by himself with a guy. He employs. his life is probably a lot more fun than this. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> like he's lying to us. He's lying to us about fame. Yeah. There is more to it than this. But yeah, that's the thing. Famous people are always like, oh, fame is so horrible. I think it's just because they don't want other people to be famous they're like, they're like, yeah it's an exclusive club they're gatekeeping them. yeah so i think like the story of this i mean from the song it seems like he is he's just broken up with someone right and now this is his rebound uh-huh. which is he's gonna go to vegas and he's just gonna have sex with everyone even though he seems to be having sex with no one yeah ever he's not even trying <laughs> And <laughs> or they're not showing us those parts. He's just sadly dejected. <laughs> just like... <laughs> yeah, but it feels like there's not much going on. He hasn't really made a plan mm-hmm. to meet up with anyone. Yeah. He's taken his producer to Vegas. Well, see, this is the thing that I always say with breakups, you know, they take time to heal. All they all they really take is time to heal. And the only thing that will really help in the meantime is drinking, hanging out with your friends, and having sex with other people. And that's the only three things yeah, that really that's... help. So he's doing two of the three. You know, he's like, he's having a good, he's drinking a lot and he's hanging out with his friend and they seem to be having a kind of okay time but then quite quickly we're two minutes into this video i don't know how long they've been in vegas but it looks like it's already uh the fun's already worn off yeah because the shot we're at now he's just sort of sat in an empty room in the dark the trip might have be going on too long like this drug trip that he's on yeah. and he's at the point where he's like where is this ever gonna end yeah but so already he's kind of screwed all of this up yeah yeah he went too hard too fast but then uh, see then we have a shot of a frog yes, and this, this is where he's like you know what alcohol is not doing the trick <laughs> somehow he's gotten his hands on a hallucinogenic frog <laughs> an extreme psychedelic now where could where can you get a frog in vegas well are there many ponds around no i think this on is on the strip well see first thing you have to do is you have to find a snake guy and a snake guy which is very easy to do in in las vegas the snake yeah. guys you know you can find them pretty easily and and that guy is going to be your entree into the world of the frog guys because the frog right. guys aren't going out as much as the snake guys unfortunately because frankly the snake guys are creepy but the frog guys they're nice fellas they'll hook you up with a frog you know a psychedelic it's frog. psychedelic frog not just any old frog because it's a specific yeah it's a type of frog that you have to lick or toad yeah that you have to lick and so where so do you get it from an exotic animal guy or do you get it from a drug dealer who who mans the frogs mm, good question good question because i feel like at what point do you stop being an exotic animal dealer and start to become a drug dealer because i imagine you're not getting much as much business on the rest of things you have right people are want, gonna want frogs way more in terms of like how you take drugs frog seems just above injecting drugs in terms of the <laughs> yeah. worst ways to take drugs you know because it's like you swallow a pill you take a tab of acid snort some cocaine all right we're getting into weird orifices now now i'm licking an amphibian like it feels <laughs> yeah <laughs> And like, what do you, when the exotic animal guy or the drug dealer loans you the frog, mm-hmm. does, he, does he give you like food to give the frog? How long are you allowed the frog for? Can't you just lick it there and leave? Yeah. What we're not seeing is just off screen is the guy who's like, all right, I'm going to need my frog back now. Come on, dude. 
See, this is kind of a great deal if you're the frog guy because you're selling the drugs, but then you immediately get them right back and you get, you get, you know, more drugs. I don't know how much. Yeah. And you don't, a frog doesn't lose its luster. <laughs> it's, like you can lick it's it as many times, lick the same frog as many times. Yeah. It's got a, lund- want, l- right? a lustrous lick. Yeah. I think the potency <laughs> of the frog, I mean, it might, I wonder if it's like, does it take time to build up the psychedelics on the skin or is it a thing where like you could do it once a day? Is it once a yeah, week? Yeah. That's what I, you know, because then you just need the one frog. Although it's probably not hygiene, especially, I mean, COVID's probably oh, killed this whole yeah. industry. The whole business model well, for frog psychedelics has really just gone out the window with COVID because it's just... I guess like you, it's it's like sharing needles. You can't lick the same frog. No, no. Yeah. I mean, you got to get... So yeah, you missed have a few. So you can't use the same frog day over day. Over day. You kind of have to like let it sit and like kind of sanitize it for a bit. Yeah. See. But then does that, does it lose its powers if you uh wash it good point see i mean this is these are the things we're not thinking of as professional frog drug dealers or drug frog dealers i mean i'm not sure which one it's a business i've been trying to get off the <laughs> yeah. ground but yeah i need to do more googling yeah business is but, hopping oh no but the weekend is clearly someone he can have a frog for as long as he wants yeah and do what he wants with it do you think he kept this frog wait is this a real is a real frog i guess I, yeah i don't know and the fact that it stayed so still when he licked it i, I feel like it'd be really hard to lick a frog maybe just try and get away maybe maybe the frog's really into it now like maybe that's <laughs> it's like a massage for them yeah they're like oh another lick <laughs> it's a famous guy licking you that i know so in the last episode we talked about some taylor swift videos and, and in one of the videos she's handed a kitten and then after the video was over she just kept the kitten and i wonder yeah. if the weekend was like you know what I'm gonna keep this frog <laughs> i'm gonna get a nice yeah. terrarium going <laughs> Yeah, becomes best friends with the frog. Oh my gosh, I would love that. If the... But that that frog's probably going to be bragging. You know, look, you won't, you won't believe who licked my back this weekend. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's the weekend, the weekend, this weekend, the weekend. No, Gavin, you were bragging that you know Michael Bublé licked your back. <laughs> 15 years ago, but I've got a topper for you. <laughs> you can really tell that Michael Bublé is into psychedelic frogs, you know, from the quality of his yeah. music. <laughs> that, was the, that was the name I picked. That's someone <laughs> who I thought was cool enough to lick a frog, Bublé. Yeah. <laughs> that one frog who went on tour with Michael Bublé. <laughs> the stories. Uh, it's a whole Netflix documentary coming out. Yeah. So he's going to lick the frog, and that's when things get especially trippy. At first when I saw this, I was like, I really hope he kisses the frog and it turns into a, like, <laughs> like it's like a, like a real princess in the frog situation. Turns into a... But no, that would be too too normal yeah that would be too pedestrian for the weekend because this is where we first get a sample of what this series is going to become yeah increasingly detached from reality and it makes me wonder if everything that comes after this is just part of this trip oh so you're thinking that it's all a dream (laughs) yeah it could be i mean let's be honest his he's going for the fame man so the basicness of it was all a dream (laughs) that's i wouldn't put it past him i mean you would be amazed at how many music videos just end with like and it was all a dream <laughs> it's a very cliche music video trope so but you see here the the shot that you've paused it on is he's becoming a frog yeah, he's got crazy reptile eyes cat eyes or whatever but it's just true. for a second and then he blinks them and then he's back to normal and metro boom and he hasn't licked a frog by the looks <laughs> it does, of his expression it does there. seem like he is just like man did you lick a frog god damn it <laughs> 
I told you about this. <laughs> Look, we came to Vegas. I said, we'll have some drinks. Great. Do not lick any frogs. I will not deal with you when <laughs> you've licked some frogs. Because what's worse than going through the intense trip of licking a frog is being with the guy who's going through the intense frog yeah, trip. That's fair. Yeah. You're like, I'm not going to be your like ayahuasca shaman, <laughs> like maintaining your frog licking trip here in Vegas. And, you know, Metro Boomin is not in the other videos. And I feel like. No, I feel like he abandoned yeah, him. And, yeah. I feel, and, and, and frankly, see the other videos the weekend is worse for it like metro boomin was the only person keeping him on the straight and narrow yeah he's he's his guy but at the same time you know this look on his face is saying i'm literally just the producer (laughs) i made this beat for you and now i've got to look after you while you're on a frog trip yeah it's like this is a definitely a look of like i'm this is not my job i don't get paid for this metro boomin's a he's a very big respected prolific producer in the industry and hip-hop so you know he's like look i could just i'm gonna go and hang out with travis scott i don't need to with you right now Travis Scott is he's a family man now yeah, I can just have a peaceful time I got Michael Buble on the other line he never gives me trouble not anymore he kicked his frog problem yeah good 15 years ago yeah and he started tripping his hands start getting all warty I thought he was gonna turn into a frog which also would have been kind of fun but no but no even then it's uh he's not going for, he's going for something I think weirder yeah this is just like this is what feels very uncut gemsy to me uh-huh. and so and this final shot the tracking shot of him just running down the street yeah I think is amazing. It is really good. I think yeah. I think it looks amazing, but it's like yeah, this is like the uncut gem style anxiety portion. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know what he's running from, but you feel like he should be running. Right. Hey man, I think he's running from himself. Or like Hollywood. Do you think there's deeper deeper conspiratorial meaning here? Yeah, he's running from the music industry that is trying to make him mainstream. <laughs> yeah. Let's go for that. Yeah. Let's try yeah. that. Because that's what he went for for a while. It's that great thing where an artist gets popular enough and respected enough that they can finally do what they want. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about this whole project. It's him. Oh really? Like I'm the I am the weekend, so I can literally do what i want and this is what i want to do right. and you don't need to understand it i don't even want you to understand it i forgot to look this up do you know why he's called the weekend no i do not let me have a look. <laughs> i'm gonna look at this up now i know his real name is abel to spy which doesn't well yeah i want to talk about that because at the end of every one of these videos it says starring abel test and i'm like why did you do that <laughs> yeah you're just the, it's, you know, the, I feel, you're the weekend we, the weekend feels like it feels like a screen name because a lot of these people come from screen names these days oh okay Hmm. The weekend. And uh, did you think, did you know The weekend before this? Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd heard the music, but I never really looked into him too much. I'm just kind of like. And did you think it was a group? I kind of did, yeah. I thought it was a group. Yeah. <laughs> but Yeah, and that's that's confusing as well. Well, yeah, but I also thought like, I found out like last week or something that Panic at the Disco is just one guy. Oh, you've just, I've just found that out right now. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's But that's a classic. Like Nine Inch Nails is just one guy. I don't know. Beck is just one guy. I don't know, but. <laughs> Yeah, I think <laughs> Yeah, I think I knew that one. Yeah, well, that one. I don't know. Lots of people but were just. The weekend out. is like it, it feels purposefully designed to yeah. misdirect you. Yeah. But it is just one guy, one sort of demented Michael Jackson. I think I call him. Yeah. Even though Michael Jackson himself is pretty demented. Yeah. <laughs> I like it when it's just one person and they present themselves as kind of a band, as opposed to when you have an actual band and then the name of the lead singers in the band, like the Dave Matthews Band or Tom Penny and the Heartbreakers <laughs> or Bruce Springsteen and the Easter Band. Like you feel like it feels like you're a real dick if you're uh yeah 
you're like we me and these jabronis these assholes yeah but like yeah just putting your name on the band feels like incredibly egotistical where i really like this where you feel like it's it's more of like i'm an art project and then you know yeah he's yeah he's uh he's a walking singing exhibition yeah he's an installation a constant installation <laughs> very much so so we end this video with him just running down the street which i love the way he runs like the running is very funny yeah it's extremely frantic yeah and he's doing bits of high step in here it's just like crazy and then he just throws off <laughs> yeah just yeah because when you when you run when you're tripping that badly yeah you've got to throw up and what i love is that again this feels like post-pandemic vegas because there's all but two people yeah. on the street and i don't think do either of them even acknowledge him no no a man just running for his life down the street it's just a typical day in vegas except for those like handful of shots where he's at the craps table there's literally no one around him who acknowledges that he exists so question is yes. he a ghost yeah is any of this real yeah uh, or is this like, are there actually a lot of people there, but this is how he's viewing it? Right. Like he's the only person who exists. Right. He's just, there's so many people who are concerned about him. Maybe fame is isolating. Him. That is what we're supposed to get from this. Mm? Maybe it is. Mm, makes you I think. feel like he, he's isolated himself on purpose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's, uh, so he throws up and then, I don't know, that lady who's walking by. Oh no, it's a guy and he just looks like, oh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> just another Friday night in, in Vegas. Another bad trip i don't think you could convince anyone to help you in vegas no no i think that that's, no matter what was going on that's a fool's errand if there ever was one but yeah and then distorted reflection in a gold mirror i feel like that image yeah, like speaks for itself <laughs> it's it, it has to speak for itself because we cannot possibly interpret yeah, it i mean this is really so that was his first night right so this is by the looks of it yeah so this is night number one starts out very strong in las vegas and then somehow he makes it back to la because the next video of blinding light which we're kind of briefly go through. He he starts out with a bloody face and a broken nose and just yeah. like laughing like a madman. Yeah, I couldn't tell if he was laughing or crying. I, Probably both. Maybe a bit of both. I, I felt like he was supposed to be. So one of the other things is like they said one of the influences on these videos was the Joker, mm. which I never saw. Yeah. Did you see the Joker? Yeah, I saw the joke. I can definitely see it. It definitely comes in more towards the middle yeah. portion of these six. Yeah, but yeah, I definitely see that. I, I don't know. I looked at the Joker and I was like, <laughs> I was just yeah, like, I can't I even bother. I don't know. And then it seems funny now because I feel like the Joker at the time, people were like, the Joker. It's like people are going to go crazy and it's going to be fucking insane. And I'm just like, and then now I feel like it's just like it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, people thought that that was going to spark like shootings and stuff. And yeah. it was going to be a, a call to arms for incels. Yeah. Maybe it was the capital protests were caused in part by the Joker. Maybe that started. Yeah, that sounds about right. That kicked everything off. But I don't know. But yeah, I mean, it, it, there is sort of, there are elements of the Joker in here, but I don't, I guess because all of this behavior he's exhibiting seems to have come from a heartbreak initially. Yeah. So from his point of view in the lyrics and in the videos, this is a justified way to behave <laughs> when someone has broken up with you. Somebody breaks up with you, you go to Vegas with a man you employ, you drink a lot of alcohol, you lick a toad. <laughs> Then you come back to LA, then, you get into a fight. Well, this this starts in meteoress, as we like to say in the English tree. So it starts off with him already beaten up. And then we kind of go backwards to here he is back in Vegas. It basically picks up from the end of the last video. Him wandering he around. He seems ejecting. to have calmed down considerably. <laughs> Though then he does chase a pinnacle. <laughs> yeah, so he's a bit on edge. Yeah. But he's got over whatever he's running from. He's got over it. Yeah. 
And now he's put on a glove or two gloves. Yeah. And he gets into a car, which is a bad idea. I feel like that's... <laughs> yeah. When you just licked a frog. Yeah. Yeah. Do not drive well on frog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't. Maybe there's not a specific law for that yet. So technically he's got in through a loophole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 is like i just love them being pulled over and there's a cop just flipping through the the book just like oh, there's no law against there's no, it there's no frog in here man they're not even count as a psychedelic they're an amphibian yeah. so is this the car that him and metro boomin turned up in oh i don't know maybe oh i didn't notice let's say yes because there, there are two cars there's one that had that we pan through at the beginning of heartless that has the blue neon lights yeah in it but then they stumble out of a uh at a convertible i think out it, of a convertible yeah it must be this one because i think they did get like this is a mercedes and they did get like some mercedes money yeah that's all it's about i think this is like blinding lights or one of them was initially kind of debuted on uh mercedes like instagram channel or something oh by the way this came out about a month later in january 2020 when this one came out so we're still pre-pandemic still pre-pandemic though and this is still a very lonely video yeah it's a very empty los angeles empty street streets though one of the funny things about the production it said is that they couldn't close down the streets completely so occasionally there's just like other cars driving past him while he's doing insane stuff on the side of the road <laughs> or like people <laughs> yeah. walking around see like here he is on an overpass just like dancing in the middle of the road which you know yeah, i really love that i really love that he just did that in public yeah no i love because most people are just gonna think oh it's just a mad guy in la but some people is that the weekend <laughs> yeah somebody's driving home late at night and they're just like what the fuck's wrong with that wait, wait is that the weekend what the fuck back go back <laughs> turn around turn around and what happened to his face yeah it's like a long night yeah i love that he gets progressively more fucked up as these videos go on oh yeah to an extreme degree that we will get into yeah to an almost impossible degree <laughs> exactly i kind of always like would love to like have uh like makeup it just makes me look like I'm just totally beaten up. I just think that's a fun. It's just fun look. No, it's not, it's not fun to get beaten up, but you know. No, it definitely isn't. But yeah, it's a great. And he kept this look because he did a bunch of live performances mm -hmm. in 2020. And yeah, he just kept this look. He came up beaten up for like a, a Jimmy Kimmel performance, mm -hmm. which I think we'll get into. Yeah. Uh, after this and yeah and it is a great look i don't know why he just managed to establish such a strange look and later on he had bandages on his face yeah but then the bandages are like, like well then the last video in this he has like insane plastic surgery insane plastic surgery i don't think he kept that up no. for any performances because that takes a lot of time in the makeup chair yeah that was like i was reading that like a massive number of prosthetic i thought this was a more famous actress she's just a model which this this actress that he's in the club with but i do love this shot where she lifts his, her arm and he like just floats towards her i think that's kind of great like there's some really great visual flourishes in here. yeah it's an amazing shot and it's kind of similar he has a video he released a few years ago called can't feel my face where he oh yeah performs in a club like this and then at the end just bursts into flames for <laughs> some reason uh, why not it's so cool this, man <laughs> yeah this is clearly like it's clearly like a habit of his yeah. for things to just go left yeah i mean i don't know yeah sometimes you get that a lot with a music video which is like and then we need to end it i don't know how are we gonna end it um self-immolation <laughs> yeah but as far as twists go i think he's one of the best in the business yeah <laughs> And creating some great twists in his videos so we got some this is a very drive inspired video yeah it's all downtown la which is if you've seen drive that's all downtown la it's like all mm -hmm. these parts of la that are not at all cinematic but like or whatever and there's also this tunnel that he's in uh you can see this tunnel which is in a million movies it's in back to the future it's in who framed roger rabbit it's like it's in all 
Like oh, a, it's like a famous tunnel. Yeah, it's like people use it because it's just really dramatic because it's got this like white tile top to mm. it. And so it just looks like dramatic to drive through or drive along. But Would it be too basic to suggest that Fast and the Furious may be <laughs> maybe. an element in here? I don't know. This looks so much better than any Fast and the Furious movie. I'll say that because those Definitely. movies seem really flat to me. And this is just this has just so much visual style and it's so much more interesting. Yeah, they're very like, uh, I guess you said corporately produced. Yeah. There's Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah, but these are very, like, oh, each of these videos, are, it's a mini movie. Yeah. And stylistically, yeah, it's incredible. I was going to say, I did think about Fast and the Furious while I was watching this because there's apparently a, in Vin Diesel's contract for any movie he does, he cannot lose a fight. And <laughs> so he can't get beaten. And apparently that's also that was also like in the Rocks contract. So then when they're in the Fast and Furious movies together, any fight they have has to end in like a draw. So that's so funny. <laughs> I know it's it's the most insane thing. But I'm just like, why would you not want to get beaten up? I mean, I feel like it's so much fun that he's like kind of beat up. And if you watch a movie like I think the best example of this is Die Hard, where Bruce Willis gets progressively more beaten up throughout the movie yeah. and you really feel that and it feels very visceral and you're just like, OK, so this guy's really going through the ringer and then his triumph feels even greater. Whereas yeah, you're like, way more connected to a character who is put through the ringer. Yeah, exactly. And so I was kind of thinking, it's like that's why I love that he's all beaten up. I just feel like it's a it's a good. It's funny that the Rock, because the the Rock has that as well, because the Rock comes from the world of wrestling, where you need to put your ego aside at times and know when to lose. Yeah. And then he goes into movies and he's like, no, no, no I want to win all the time now. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Maybe he was tired of losing. I don't know. But, um, yeah, he's a little more like a tough guy. Yeah. Uh, so the weekend gets tossed out of this club, and this is where he gets. We see him actually getting beaten up by these bouncers. So what is he getting beaten up for? Is he getting too close to that dancer who literally floated him out of his seat? I mean, he did get up on the stage, which is a real no-no in pretty much every club. Yeah, that is going to get you tossed out of every club. But the thing is, he's not being tossed out. He's being beaten up in the club. Yeah, that seems against policy. Like you don't want to show yeah. all the clientele that you're well, just beating guys up. It may just be that he's an asshole because he is really drunk and high. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Again, this is like maybe all of this is happening in his head. Like in his head, this dancer lady floated him up onto the stage. She right. brought him up. But see, the whole club is empty. So it's like maybe she's not real. Maybe he broke into a club after hours. And these he employees singing. are just like, please get out of our club. Started singing, if you like, Pina Colada. Yeah. Like really loud on the mic. Exactly. And they're trying to drag him off stage. Yeah. See, this is that tunnel. That is a really great tunnel. It's really great. It's it's super cinematic. You can see why they put it in a ton of movies. It must cost so much, though, to clear that and then it's like what's your idea so i just want to dance like a idiot in front of it for a bit yeah so you want us to get a choreographer no i'll just wing it <laughs> okay <laughs> this be... is like this is not like real high caliber dancing it's just like you just it's very much like drunk guy dancing yeah it's like okay you're well, okay two million dollars for 45 minutes in front of the tunnel yeah pretty much okay fine yeah <laughs> just gonna do punching 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 maybe some some uh, some pelvic thrusts <laughs> But it's part of it, like, he's had he's had such a rough night, but he is not letting it get him down yeah. at all. I don't know. He feels like he's, he's like, oh, the story that this is going to be. Oh, <laughs> yeah. man. This is, yeah, it's uh, his smile getting more and more unhinged. Yeah, he is. He's, he's yeah, he does seem like, edge. he's like, oh, it's all right. But then he's like, no, I'm going to fucking, they're all going to, oh, those guys. And so now this is the end bit that I like the most because the music has stopped. Huh. And now he's just dancing on the pavement by the road. Yeah. As cars go past, it looks like he's trying to flag some down. Yeah. Boy, could you imagine if somebody actually stopped? He'd be like, oh, no, no, we're just doing a thing. <laughs> yeah. He's like, wait, are you the weekend? <laughs> what, the weekend needs a lift? Mm. Yeah, but apparently those cars were not. They were just random passing cars. <laughs> 
That's really good, though, because, yeah, I mean, yeah, it probably could have gone very pear-shaped, yeah. but I think he was acting just weird enough that people, A, probably wouldn't have paid much attention, yeah. and B, would have been too unnerved. I mean, stop. yeah, I mean, it's L.A., it's a huge city, like, they see, like, oh, there's a drunk guy in a crazy outfit, like, you know, he did, he just looked like another Hollywood douchebag who had, like, a too rough of a night and is now, like, you know, been abandoned on an overpass. <laughs> even the weekend, probably, even if they were, they knew it was the weekend, they were like, oh, Oh, that's just the weekend just, dancing by the road. That's typical how you there, weekend. Because <laughs> you hear about celebs going a bit. Well, not necessarily a celeb, but you know the guy who did Coney 2012? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you remember that guy? Yeah. Wow, I don't know why I was thinking about that the other day, too. I was thinking about it because a friend brought it up. But yeah, he was found nude on bath salts. Yeah. Wasn't he like masturbating and like downtown yeah. san diego or something like he had an incredible 15 minutes of fame yeah i mean that's the thing so it can happen to any of us <laughs> yeah so i think if if stuff like that is happening in i mean that might have been in la probably florida yeah stuff like that is happening in places like that regularly you don't really care yeah so i was trying to when i was trying to figure out the order for these i googled after hours viewing order whatever and on reddit it said i need to watch heartless blinding lights and then i need to watch a clip from jimmy kimmel <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, Why? what 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 was really cool is that well, there's the Jimmy Kimmel performance, and then there is a video that the weekend put on his channel of his performance on Jimmy Kimmel. And it shot like a film. Oh. It's really amazing. It's like the same Jimmy Kimmel performance, but shot like a film. Oh, okay. See, yeah, I was like, we're not going to watch that because it's just basically a performance, and you just it just sets up mm. the next part. But it's really cool that he added a Jimmy Kimmel performance in as part of this story. Yeah, yeah. So this character has just gone on this mental trip, and they say, "Oh shit, I've got Jimmy Kimmel yeah. in twenty minutes." So yeah, they don't show you this, but then presumably he goes from dancing on the side of this overpass, and he's apparently trying to flag down a car because he's like, "Oh shit, I had Kimmel tonight." <laughs> yeah, that's what it turns out to be. He has to be on Kimmel, and so he's just. So then he apparently goes straight from being beaten up to going on Jimmy Kimmel live. Yeah. And it seems like, uh, well, he's got a uh, plaster on his nose. Yeah. So maybe someone in makeup did that for him. Yeah. So he still looks pretty beaten up and he's still in that same suit that he's probably sweated through by now. Yeah. Oh, he's definitely. I mean, that's the thing they don't tell you about the toad is like, you know, first is the high and then it's the sweats. Yeah. It's the sweats and the twitching. Yeah. But he's turned up to Jimmy Kimmel like this and he's a professional but they just let him go on like this they didn't provide him a new wardrobe they didn't make him up to hide the battering and the bruising yeah in this storyline they've just let him go out like that yeah i think it's even though people are polite they're not going to be like dude what happened to your face like he's very famous people aren't going to be like what the fuck happened to your face and yeah since it's the weekend they're probably like well it's a it's a statement it's a look that he's going for just let him let him do his thing yeah it's a shame because i mean i saw this performance and it's not anything to write home about i haven't seen the the more cinematic version of it but like i did watch he does blinding lights i think on colbert mm. and it's have you seen this i don't think i've seen that one it's really interesting like colbert introduces him and then it seems like he hasn't shown up and then the camera kind of tracks down into the backstage and into like the basement of the theater and he's kind of going through the hallways and it's very it's very interesting visually and then then sections of the hallway start moving and you realize that oh, it's wow. actually a set and it's actually really wow. uh, it's really uh, what yeah what i really loved is uh, during this time period how he managed to incorporate so many of his live performances into this story and this yeah. character and he did a performance at the amas which is one of the most creative live performances i've seen it's one of the benefits of covid where he, he's just walking down a bridge oh. and it's one long shot and it's uh, there's fireworks time to go off in different places and it's incredible timing oh, there's a point where the 
the camera goes around like 360 around him and you see fireworks going off in the distance, huh. like perfectly timed. Oh, that sounds really great. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, yeah. it's a really good. Yeah, I should have sent you some of those. But he yeah. had his uh, bandages on, so he was in his bandage phase at that oh, point. You right. can sort of the track whole, where he is. The whole face bandage? Yeah, you can yeah. sort of track where he is. He could have done the uh, old MF Doom thing of like, it's not actually him under there. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> it's like, actually, I'm just bothered. I'm showing up for the AMAs. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gets the AMA. When the Grammys call, I'll. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll take the bandages off. Yeah, which ironically ne- was not nominated for any Grammys. No, and he was. Everyone was very annoyed about that, myself included. And I think he should so, have won. Yeah. So this is the short film After Hours, which yeah. was released in early March 2020, and continues the storyline. There's not really music. There's some instrumental bits in this, but there isn't really a music video element. And it starts with him, you know, having this really insane fake smile on Kimmel. He leaves. He walks backstage, just again, totally alone. Which is like, I feel like he'd have an assistant. Earth. Yeah, there'd be people congratulating him and stuff. Yeah. He'd have people around it, but maybe that's again the emptiness of fame. Yeah. All those people could have really been there, but that's really how he feels. Yeah. yeah. So because so he, you know, he's got the fake smile plastered on his face, which then slowly fades, and he just seems really sad. And now he's out on the streets of LA again, just wandering around. Yeah, he came from the streets of LA and then he's literally just wandered out and gone yeah. back. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he seems like just a man with no home. Yeah, he where does he just, live? Yeah, he just wanders into studios, sings a song, wanders out again. Who knows? <laughs> he must have lost everything in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All he has left is the suit and the gloves. Yeah, and that one appearance on Kimmel. And now he doesn't know what to do with himself. <laughs> yeah, he should have stuck around to get the paycheck at least for yeah. that. That could have helped him. He could have got some overnight lodgings at least. Yeah, I mean, or there's at least craft services at a big production like that. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, yeah, I don't think he's eaten for a while. Yeah. He's been drinking and, and licking a toad. And you know he's hit rock bottom because he is now on the Los Angeles subway. And that's not a good place for anybody. Is, to it, <laughs> is it a horrible place? It's not a very good subway from what I understand. Oh, and here's the saxophone player who we <laughs> see repeatedly. Yeah, the saxophone player at least shows up in your eyes in the next in video. Eyes, yeah. yeah. So and what they... is the significance of the saxophonist? I don't know. Maybe he is like a demon tormenting the weekend. See, actually, I was trying to read like, you know, I was trying to look into the meanings and like, you know, what other people have written about this. And I found like a really long Reddit post that talks about how this is like he sold his soul to the devil. This so this this video, the After Hour short film, is about how he sold his soul to the devil, and now he has to do all these horrible things to maintain his fame. So oh, that's their interpretation. That was their interpretation, yeah. Which I was like, I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> I assume they think like the red suit is a signifier of that as well, like him selling yeah. us, becoming the devil in a sense. Yeah. So, or there certainly is something very evil going on. And again, for for Los Angeles, the subway very empty. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think actually that this could be the middle of the day. In Los Angeles. I think the subway is not very popular there. <laughs> really? Yeah. And now there's this bit's very interesting. I love he this. Just... This is where he's being dragged, where it looks like he's sliding along the platform, I mean... which hopefully they cleaned up because I mean, I don't know. Like being dragged around a subway platform just feels like an invitation to that's how you get COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But is this the point where I guess the person in the in the Reddit post might assume that something changes in him at that point? Yeah. Is that him being dragged to hell, maybe? Yeah, or it's like where he loses control of his impulses, basically. 
Because now um, he switches from a guy who is just on a drug trip, aimlessly walking and dancing around Vegas yeah. and L.A. It becomes something a lot more sinister. Yeah, he becomes he goes from a guy who's had a little bit too much to drink to a guy who's just completely over the edge. And we see these he's in this elevator. This couple gets in the elevator and he's and, just stood there looking. I mean, I would be unnerved by him, but they have not noticed him. And then when the elevator closes, you just hear sh- like screaming and people bashing around and there's just like flickering red lights. But you don't see what happens in the. Uh, yeah. Elevator. So now the weekend is on the bad part of his trip where he's become potentially a murderer. Yeah. Oops, that would happen. And that leads us directly into our next video. I think it's, is it the first video in this series that is age restricted on YouTube? Oh, yes. So that was the other thing is, in addition to watching a lot of music videos, I just watch a lot of YouTube. And mm. I never had the app like pop up and say like, hey, this is like parental discretion advised. Or, like, this <laughs> is like adult content or whatever. Do you want to continue? And I was like, yes, I don't, that's so weird. I was like, what the fuck am I about to watch? <laughs> and yeah, and then it's just this video. So yeah, so, you know, so we start off with the, the fourth video in the series came out in late March 2020 in your eyes and we start where the other one ended which is the couple getting on the elevator yeah now the elevator's opened up after what's supposed no, to no, gone so down we see there. this again oh no we see right the start in, yeah. again of them getting in the elevator right and then you say like they don't right, notice yeah. him even though he's standing there like a huge creep in the back of the elevator yeah. and the other thing is that you didn't see in the first video is that he clearly has a knife <laughs> a huge a knife huge yeah it's, knife. A, it's a butcher's knife that he's not hidden he's just, just by his side yeah it's not even like behind his back no so i feel like i mean i'm not necessarily the most like aware person of what's going on around me <laughs> i walk no. into a lot of stuff is basically what i'm saying and i think if i got on an elevator i would scope that a guy is holding a giant knife <laughs> is it different in america in these big cities because there's a theme running in these videos and i don't know it seems to be on purpose that he's doing a lot of crazy shit and no one's paying attention oh yeah well i mean yeah it's life in the big city baby yeah you can do whatever you want it's just la life and i want to know where he got this butcher's knife or did he get it from kimmel like from craft service yeah well, i mean i think that's uh, people don't know this but when you go on kimmel they give you like a gift bag and in there is just <laughs> knives it's just a bag of knives and it's, it feels it feels like a threat yeah i mean it's a, you know some of them are very nice knives you know there's some good catching knives in there but some of them are just like random loose knives and so the video we don't see the murder again but we do see the the woman whose name escapes me now but she's also a miter, she's a model and she's also a writer for vogue oh really yeah she is running away she's now she in blood. is she cut or is she just covered in the blood from the murder in the elevator i think she's presumably she's he's murdered her boyfriend mm. but she has managed to run away but he is stalking her yeah, he stood in this window, which is very yeah. funny. The, the random places he is when he's following her, it's very funny. It is rather odd, yeah, because it's like she's running down a bridge and then it cuts to a shot of him in just a, looking out a window. Yeah. <laughs> like second or third story window, just like, but wait, what? Now, the references uh, in this video that I think, um, you know, it's obviously a reference like a slasher movie yeah. from like the 80s or 90s. Uh, but also like, I also feel like it's a reference to certain music videos of a certain oh, yeah. time where like an R&B or a pop star was just following, pestering, harassing or chasing a woman. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. There's a Michael Jackson one. I can't remember which one it is, but it's literally him just not leaving a woman alone. And he's like oh, following yeah. her down an alley. Um, and then him and his group of boys just start dancing for her, which is just even more terrifying. Yeah, forget. But even in like Thriller, he yeah. is he's with a woman and then he's kind of just like menacing her as a zombie. Which I think this also is like a lot, owes a lot to Thriller. There's a reference to Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the end. Yeah, I don't think I ever saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre, so I must have missed that one. Yeah, but there are a lot of deep cultural references in it. That yeah, like whoever made this is, I'd watch, a, I'd watch a movie from these guys or from this guy or Anton Tammy. 
So oh, yeah, so uh, we, we're kind of between her running away frantically, but then also having a great time in this nightclub, the after hours nightclub. Also covered in blood. Yeah. <laughs> Which so again, yeah, this is like, so she's running away frantically and she, you know, he's stalking her very like Jason Voorhees, like, I'm not running. Why are you running? Yeah. <laughs> The fact that, yeah, I love that. No matter how fast she runs, no matter how far she runs, he's always really close behind her, walking steadily. Yeah. And the fact that he can seemingly just teleport into random places just to look as creepy as possible. Yeah. I mean, this is great where he's at the top of the stairs and you can, the only light you see is his reflected off the knife and then his sunglasses. So his eyes seem to like glow and it, yeah, there's so many great shots in this one. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, another like, great shot here. Oh, yeah. Just like just a flickering, you know, what's creepier than like an empty hallway with like flickering light. And then the hallway seems longer. They make it seem like it's getting longer. Oh, yeah. That tracking zoom. Thing. Yeah. It's all like a Spike that. Lee kind of thing, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's like, um, who is it? Hitchcock, I think. Hitchcock as that, well. Yeah, yeah. Where you do the tracking and the, the zoom at the same time. And then, yeah, everybody uses it now. And it's it always I always love it. It always looks great. <laughs> Yeah, and then the, um, she's walking into this club again. No one is really noticing. Yeah. This is probably the most people that there are in this story so far. Oh, yeah, certainly. By Imagine. far. Like, this is this is the most people you see in any shot. She goes into this club. I feel like she's trying to get people's attention. Yeah, she's, she's desperate. And people are just not... It's like she's not there. She's invisible, which... Yeah. I'm sure this means something. <laughs> Everybody's on toads and they're, you know, they, don't, they just don't know what's going on. No one's really paying attention to each other. Some some sort of message like that. It's, you know what? It's society, man. Society, society. yeah. And this is a point that needs to be made. If someone is about to get murdered in a club, pay attention. Right. I feel like that's a classic thing of people just getting murdered in a big crowd of people. Like this happened in Killing Eve. Did you ever watch mm. Killing Eve? No, I haven't seen that before. But somebody gets stabbed in a club. The remake of Friday Night. I don't know. I feel like that's like a common trope where the people are just like, "I'm in the middle of this crazy club and I'm screaming, but it's actually I'm being murdered." And I don't. Yeah, I just don't think that would ever happen because there are. It's like there's maybe people further out in the club wouldn't know what's happened, but the people immediately around you would see a gruesome, bloody murder. (laughs) Well, wouldn't you step in some blood? Like, (laughs) yeah, someone slips over. Yeah, and like sprains their ankle. Yeah, I mean, I feel like most clubs you're at, no matter how cool it is, if somebody just collapsed on the dance floor you would probably stop and be like dude are you okay like yeah i have more i i have more faith in people than clearly the weekend does yeah i think uh, i would hope people would help even the kind of people that go to clubs who aren't my favorite kind of people yeah this is why i don't go to clubs because i'm like i'm definitely gonna get murdered (laughs) yeah no one's gonna give a shit no one's gonna look and there's gonna be uh, a guy playing a saxophone in there for no reason yeah yeah everybody's gonna be watching the guy playing the saxophone nobody's gonna be paying attention (laughs) to me getting brutally murdered just life in la he's vapid so she runs in the back she gets a, a fire axe which is good. Instead of like getting out, she goes further in. She goes into the basement. So now, yeah, she's in like the boiler room. Yeah, this is a very nightmare on Elm Street here. But, but she's got protection. An axe. She has her axe. And he's yeah. uh, again just creepily walking with his butcher knife. Yeah. Slowly, methodically tracking her down. And then we'll kind of see where his his choice of weapon and also his choice of tactics here kind of fail him. Because then as he kind of slowly creeps up on her, you know, mm-hmm. trying to be menacing and scary, like he's just kind of standing there and it gives her ample opportunity to just lop his head off with this axe <laughs> and she actually takes the opportunity i feel like there's a in a typical movie yeah. you know, when someone has the opportunity to do something and they just don't because they're too hysterical yeah. yeah and then suddenly yeah he's uh he's just been decapitated by yeah. the fire axe i mean she has clearly swung an axe before i'm not saying it another person but she's got like that's some good follow-through that's a it's axe. a clean decapitation yeah incredible no, that's good. i mean i've used an axe before i do not think i could cleanly decapitate a human being no, I feel like I'd like throw my shoulder out on the swing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
So now she's uh, she's holding this head up. She's got no qualms right. about just looking at this head, and she's entranced by it. See, this is the thing. This is kind of a, a through line for the remainder of yeah. the videos, which is that the weekend's head can get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, he turned up to Las Vegas with his head and his full body, hoping yeah. to get as much, as he would say, pussy as he can. Right. And it he couldn't get head. anything. Yeah. But he just had to lose that body, and now he is a chick magnet. Yeah, his, his body was definitely holding him back. I think a lot of people were like, what's up with that red suit, you douchebag? Because <laughs> when she holds up, so she holds up his head, and she sort of, it's like, she looks in his eyes. Well, the, the song's called In Your Eyes, which is right. fitting. And it's like she she finally understands him or something. Like these, yeah. <laughs> She finally feels a connection to him. She's like, I get it now. <laughs> yeah. And but, now you, know, you talk you talk about people like not giving a shit in this club. Like, yeah, wow. She's now dancing with a severed human head. <laughs> yeah, it's just her and the head in this club, really, like in her world. Yeah. She's like, and to everyone else, they, they don't care. They're not even looking. Yeah. And but she's see, also and... in the boiler room dancing with it. She's just something about this head just makes I want to dance. See, she almost looks like she's about to make out with the head, but she, at the last minute, she turns her head and it doesn't. Yeah, but like, see, being in the boiler room and dancing with the head makes sense because it's like if you just chop this guy's head off, like, yeah, I fucking killed this guy, fucking <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> it's the fact that she takes it up to the dance floor that makes it so weird. She's sort of oh, doing yeah, more of an here's... Irish jig. Yeah, I think it's actually uh, on the song. I think it's actually Kenny G who's on saxophone. Oh yeah, but I don't I think, think so, that yeah. guy is Kenny G. No, he's not. If it was if it was Kenny G, you 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 know you shoot you know Kenny, Kenny G. G. So he's no, he's not Canadian. He's from Washington. The weekend Canadian. It's fine. Yeah, but he's also Toronto, and I have a real problem with Toronto. But anyways, this is uh, so. Here is her, like you know, the sun is rising. She's celeb. She's still celebrating with. She his has head. been dancing all night with this head. Yeah, she's presu- Yeah, she's been dancing for hours now. For, from the boiler room to the club, and now she she on a roof. Yeah, she's on like the top of a on a roof or like on the top of a parking garage. She also kept the axe apparently. Yeah. She's getting a lot of mementos out of this. But there's a lot of, like, I, I want to know, there isn't much information on what happens from the end of this video to the beginning of the next video. Because this is a woman who seems like this head is everything to her now. Right. She's going to be with this head for the rest of her life. She might marry the head. <laughs> right. Well, she's got to replace her boyfriend somehow. Yeah. Not concerned about his body, by the way. <laughs> the head of your boyfriend's murderer will do. Yeah. yeah. So th- when I said it, this references Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Texas Chainsaw Massacre ends in the morning with the sun coming up and the final girl escape it's not a huge spoiler mm-hmm. but she escapes and there's this moment of exuberant happiness as she escapes where she's just like insane with happiness and it's very similar to this and it's and then you also see leatherface like just kind of dance like not dancing but like swinging his chainsaw in front of the sun it's really beautiful actually oh so like she's swinging the head around she's like, kind of like she's swinging well. the head yeah 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 but do you think this is maybe all of this is maybe like a victory dance then oh for sure like yeah. the longest victory dance of all time it is rather long victory dance see but considering the head ends up in the middle of the road in the next video she seems enraptured by it but then she just discards it well yeah i mean it it is the evidence of a very serious crime (laughs) yeah yeah but yeah i I just the the fact that all of these videos very much continue on from each other very immediately but then there is a big story gap from the end to here because how is it in that road did she just throw it off the roof do you reckon 
See, I really wanted the last shot of the video to be her throwing the head yeah. off the roof. Definitely. <laughs> That's all I needed. All I needed was her throwing the head off the roof. But now we're just left with all of these questions. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, how did the head end up in the middle of the road? Because it's like, the other thing is like, this is up in the Hollywood Hills, right? Yeah. So, so this is... Now, this is the one where everyone's like, fame, man. This is the yeah. big... I mean, it's been pretty extreme so far. This is one where... This is the video that made me reluctant to suggest this whole thing to you. <laughs> Okay. I was watching it. I'm like, what is Matt going to think when I've sent him this video? I Okay. Well, I'm glad to hear that because I, if I if you were like, oh, man, this is the best one. I love this one. I just I watch this one to go to sleep. Yeah. Because right. this one was upsetting. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a lot. It's very a lot. And I think it's probably the least popular one as well. I think it has the least I can see that. It has. It's a hard video to watch. <laughs> yeah. So this one starts off with two shallow women. They're coming from plastic surgery. They have the kind of almost full body wrap that the, the weekend had in a lot of videos. Mm-hmm. And Looks like maybe a nose seen, job. Yeah, they've gotten a nose job, and at least they're driving through the hills, and then they they stop their car suddenly, and they're like, "How rude!" <laughs> and then what's the middle of the road? It's a severed head. The severed head of the weekend, which is is this head CGI or is it just a really good like processing? I don't know it, what you call it, but it's yeah. I think this is clearly like they did a. I think they do it with lasers now, where they just like laser your face and oh, scan it. Because it yeah, it's incredible. It it's looks really good. just yeah. like him. Because some severed heads you see in movies and stuff, and you can just tell it's a, a prop. Yeah. But no, this is really good. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? What are the odds that he has this in his house now? Oh, he definitely he he should. I I feel like yeah. it would be bad if he didn't. And it's like it's like, in a glass case in his house. Like probably in like the entrance right? way of his house, like on a plinth or something. Yeah. Oh, oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. I feel like he's definitely got it where you can see it. <laughs> it's like in the living room or something absolutely sure I, I feel like you know there's like the, the women that are enamored with this head. if someone had made a severed head of me i'd be enamored by it as well i'd just be <laughs> staring at it all the time just in amazement i'd be like wow that's really what my head would look like if i didn't know about it yeah <laughs> And I just, yeah, I'd keep it as a prized possession. Yeah. But they are really, again, this this is the, the continuation of, like, this is, you know, we talk about fame, we talk about ego in terms of these videos. But, like, this is the most ego you could possibly have where it's just like, even if my head was detached from my body and just found in the middle of the road, I bet I could get into threesome going with two girls. <laughs> They'd want me because yeah. their reaction when they see him is he's so hot. That's literally what so they hot. say, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so now we're, um, they're, they're taking the head home. They're, they've got this evidence of a serious crime. Yeah. This head, which I'm, calling... I'm still really impressed by the fire axe, that how clean that decapitation was, because it's a oh, very, sure. very even. Yeah, I find this is kind of funny because it's it is kind of playing with classic uh, music video tropes, particularly mm-hmm. hip hop video tropes, where you have women in bikinis dancing by a pool and kind of like with the artist. But these women are in full bandage face and the one and is holding his... his head up so it looks like his head is on her body is on her body which is real like it's like that's a real definition of a butterface am i right <laughs> hey and yeah. so yeah i feel like this one and heartless uh, i feel like in many ways is a good parody of hip-hop videos oh for sure yeah at least on yeah. some level yeah because yeah it's like the kind of the emptiness of it yeah because the the, the, the whole thing. again yeah as you say the emptiness they're in this massive mansion just these two women yeah and it does feel very hollow. Oh, yeah, for sure. And they need this decapitated head of a pop singer as company. Yeah. Where it seemed like in the last video, the the victim was going to make out with the head. They're just full on going to tongue town. Yeah. I feel like it needs to explain what we're seeing right now. They are both, the models are both in the pool and they're holding his head between them and they're taking turns making out with just, it. Yeah. Like really hardcore making out. Just licking, bottle licking involved here. They're like struggling with it. They're like, they both want the head so much because it's so beautiful. And 
then they're also watching the weekend's videos on a very old television now yes. with the head between them. Yeah, you can see there. there's a portrait of, I guess, what they look like before their nose job. They're, they're now looking for a male stripper in the area. Yeah. There's a lot of this. What what period do you think this is set in? Because they've got a really old TV. They're looking in the newspaper for strippers and they've got a landline phone. See, this is the thing that comes up later where it's just like, spoiler alert, they're going to kill the stripper and cut his head off. And there's newspaper yeah. everywhere. And I was like, where did these ladies get this much newspaper? Yeah. How are they? How are they living? I mean, maybe, maybe it's healthier to live that way. But clearly, I mean, clearly not because these women are, are, well, they're psychopaths. Yeah. It's like it's good to cut down on your screen time. So, you know, it's nice to just <laughs> yeah. read the paper. You know, we get Saturday delivery of the paper. But like, this is too much. You get get out, get out more, ladies. You're not getting kind of positive feedback from real human interaction. So this is almost like an original take in the sense that it's pro social media. Yeah. It's a lot of <laughs> exactly. It's like, look, if you look at your phone, or you won't get so bored to the point where you want to murder a stripper make out with a head you know <laughs> yeah oh i should say this so this came out in november of last year so this <laughs> is well into the pandemic this does feel like a very pandemic lifestyle where you're going slowly insane and murdering anybody who comes to your house so it's a long time after that when was the previous video when was in your eyes in march yeah so this one came a lot later and i think the album had already been released at this yeah point. and this is also like the other directors this is klinkwa this mm -hmm. is the name of the director so it might be this might be like held up by COVID. i didn't see anything about that but you know yeah, that's a possibility. But I mean, all these really fit in with with the kind of COVID era that we're in, because again, they're just completely vacant. Like there's never more than two or three people in a shot. So when you ask what era this is, this is all referencing American Psycho. Right. Oh, yeah, of course. Have you seen American Psycho? Yeah, yeah. I have. Which is also very graphic, both in terms of violence and sex. Mm -hmm. But they so, yeah, they're putting on clear raincoats or actually one of them has like a raincoat mini skirt and bra, which is <laughs> such what a look. Outfit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, right. So that's that's an interesting choice. And then the other one is just wearing like a, a raincoat and they have a guy a guy shows up who kind of looks like the weekend, not really, a little bit. Well, he tells he was a stripper for hire, right? Cuz they circle the cla uh, classified ad which is a man's torso like uh, yeah. some apps. <laughs> Just he turns you know up looking, looking like a delivery driver. Yeah, he's got a package to deliver. You, you know that's the classic like, yeah. oh, <laughs> deliver. But they come the, the way they walk up to the door to greet him. I mean, again, like with the weekend in the elevator, red flags mm -hmm. are plenty. Right, they look right. at him like he's a, uh, a meal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and here's a great tip way. for anybody. If you go into somebody's house and there's just newspaper all over the floor, get out. Yeah. Because <laughs> those people are going to murder you. But it might just show the arrogance of men. It's just like these are two beautiful women that want to see me dance. I'm going to ignore yeah, I mean, all of the warning signs. Yeah, because yeah, so they make him put on the the weekend's red famous red jacket yeah with no um, shirt underneath. no shirt this guy is he's he does have a very nice body if you were gonna impeccable yeah if you're gonna you know like remove somebody's body and put it ahead whatever head you want on it i mean this is a good choice yeah, they've, they've created, I mean, I can't fault them for the idea. Yeah. So he's dancing for one of the women, but mm -hmm. the other woman has come up behind him with the uh, with their butcher's knife yeah. again. Yeah, and she's kind of dancing with him, and he's just like, oh, cool, we're just dancing, we're just dancing, and then slices yeah. his throat. <laughs> yep, and so much so blood much pours blood. out. It's oh my God, all horrifying. blood. It is very upsetting. I was like, oh, they're not going to show, oh no, they're going to show it's a lot and of And then there's a look of the other woman who's watching this, she's... I mean, she's into it. She's yeah, definitely she likes into what she's seeing. it. Yeah. And so they they don't show you the decapitation, but they do show blood spraying all over their faces. And it seems like they I mean, they I don't know if they went to school for this, but they, they really know what they're I doing. Know. Well, I mean, that's they don't tell you. These ladies went to mortuary school. They know how to, you know, preserve and get yeah. their body. And so, yeah. And then here's where it gets you're like, that's probably the most upsetting thing I'll see. Yeah, they've sewn. So they've sewn the weekend's head onto this uh, stripper's body. Right. And, and now 
and they're the on shot, bed with it. Yeah, they're on the bed, and one of them is sitting on his face, and the other one is uh, on his crotch region. I think you know yeah, what so, this means. <laughs> so they are very much having sex. I thought it was going to be like a magical thing where his body was just going to come back to life. Yeah, like they're resuscitating him through. Yeah, sex. somehow this is, maybe they think that the sex is going to resuscitate him. I don't know if it is, but they seem to really be enjoying it. So you know, good for them. I guess I don't want to kink shame anybody. No, wait, <laughs> they've murdered someone. I do want to kink shame that. So of course, there's a lot of twists in this video, and you think there's going to be one final twist yeah but the twist is there isn't we're just going to watch these women have fun with his body yeah and they're just that's the end of they're that grinding on his naked body the doors close and then we're outside and uh coming out of the it looks like the mansion from the wap video so well, it kind of does yeah there could there could be a lot going on in that mansion. yeah some lady so, runs by with a dog just normal life in la again it's like this stuff is yeah. going on and life just continues here's the thing yeah and i've you know you walk by big mansions we were walking around london the other day walk by these big mansions with these big gates and you're just like what goes on in there it's apparently the stuff of nightmares yeah there's uh models decapitate yeah. sewing heads onto bodies yeah that's just that's much it. i mean i wouldn't be surprised if similar stuff was going on it's fame yeah. man yeah so we're at the last video so what has happened yeah. to the weekend from there i'm it's unclear to me what has happened to the weekend but he's lost his head so, yeah so he's pretty well and truly dead yeah and he's been dead for about a video and a half yeah but now we see the weekend he is alive again he's on stage he's wearing the same red jacket but now it has rhinestones on it so it's a shiny red jacket but his face is different is, we, has, is this him or is it the stripper man with the head and something weird has happened to the head in like is this some weird form of decomposition <laughs> it almost looks it i think it's meant to be like plastic surgery like this is some real like oh i'm shiny perfect because i've had all this plastic surgery or work yeah, done it's, it's again another comment on the so much industry. social commentary on this because he has uh what looks like lip fillers yeah it's like there's really big lips so he's had his cheeks done he's got like much more defined cheekbones he's had his he's had uh, lip injections like collagen injections in his lip and his eyes are also like i think he's done something like he has looks like he has botox in his forehead just yeah. very smooth face he looks like you know that show bo selecta yeah he does he looks like <laughs> one of the the masks. yeah Looks one like, of those yeah. strange grotesque masks from Bo Selecta, yeah. That's a great show. But I, I don't think he was intentionally referencing Bo Selecta. I can't imagine he's a fan. Oh, no, yeah. Or he's even know. aware. But now he's performing in a club and there's an actual audience there as opposed yeah. to what he was doing in Blinding Lights. Yeah, well, but it's like he's performing for the Eyes Wide Show. Yeah, that's why I was thinking, yeah, an Eyes Wide Show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's just like really giving it his all and they are just not doing anything. And it looks like he's peeing on a lady. In this yeah, shot. we got to him peeing well on multiple people, but it turns out now it's just shot with champagne. Yeah, which is not much better. Well, actually, it's a lot better. I take that back. That's a hundred percent better. But I think way. if a performer stood on a table and sprayed champagne at you and acted like it was his pee or maybe something else, it, you'd yeah. still be upset by the implication yeah, it's, it's very upsetting and so then he gets on stage he's dancing with a trophy which i think is like you know the meaninglessness of awards he throws it away he's like i don't need your fucking awards Fuck you, this Grammys. is uh well a lot of people say this is his f you to the grammys right because he was right. furious that he wasn't nominated so he takes that trophy so i don't need it but clearly yeah. he's salty about sure, it sure. and now he's taken a woman on stage Who i thought was zendaya yeah that's first. what i thought as well but it, uh, it's not no. maybe another model yeah it's just another model like i don't think there's i, I was surprised there's nobody famous in any of these because it seems like he could have gotten somebody famous but oh he's got a gun behind his back yeah so he's singing with this woman on stage and he's got a gun behind his back and then he puts the gun in her hand points it to his head basically like do it shoot well, me. yeah <laughs> it's funny because like the lights flicker and then suddenly the gun's in her hand and she seems as surprised as anyone yeah she how does she not notice any of that yeah. but again the audience not moved whatsoever 
we're cutting to like, shots of the audience care. and they are not interested. So she seems like she doesn't want to kill him. Good impulse on her part. She seems now she's just she's not screaming. happy about yeah. And so I guess she doesn't kill him, or maybe she does kill him because now we're in like a red room. Maybe he's in could, hell. Yeah, it could represent the afterlife. Yeah, but it's just him now. Oh, the audience is still there. Yeah. yeah. No, I guess just the lighting changed. Now he's just waving the gun around. No one cares. Nobody's is... interested in what's going. On. The police would the... tackle him if he, he was doing this. It would be it would be People an issue. Would leave. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe this is like a regular show. Like, you know, it's like a regular club show. You go to the club. You know, it's the same show every week. And it's like, oh, this is the one where the guy waves his gun around. It's fun. And he brings an audience member on stage, like uh, the one person, like a tourist who hasn't seen the show before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And does this exactly. whole shoot yeah. me bit. She's terrified. But do you think any of those people are real? The rest of the people, do you reckon they might be like mm. dummies? something Maybe. i think it's the the upper class the rich upper classes it represents them much in the same way like in eyes wide shut it's the rich upper classes and they're using like poor people for sex right, right. So they're just using him for entertainment that's how he know. feels he feels used by the industry and then not rewarded for and it. then symbolically he jumps up on tables and he kicks over this uh, crock and boosh it's like take your fancy french pastries yeah still mm. nobody cares he's up on stage it's the big end of the number he's dancing it's good dance. this is better dancing than he was drunkenly dancing yeah so this is like his big final performance yeah and this is my favorite song on the whole album i really love this song really? yeah it's very catchy and then he holds okay, the gun to himself right and he pulls the, and it's just confetti oh that old trick and here's why i'm upset now because that was my gag <laughs> oh you had I, gag. when i was in america i found a confetti gun at the supermarket once like you could just buy a confetti mm -hmm. gun so when i would host shows i would just take the confetti gun on stage and i just like shoot it oh my god it, it's a fun thing right and then sometimes <laughs> if i'm doing a joke and the joke doesn't go well i would put the confetti gun to my head and i would just pull the trigger <laughs> oh my god but did the gun look like a real gun so was there a moment of fear okay no fear. no no it, it looked it was like a it was like a yellow go i found it the other day actually and i put it somewhere because i was like i need this but it's like a little six shooter it has like six shots in it and which fire six confetti wow. anyways but i feel like the weekend stole my bit and that's why well he, he added more of a sinister element to it because when you described it i thought you were doing what he does and like faking people out that you were going to shoot them or yourself oh no, no. I'm like, you shouldn't be doing that man it was obviously like a confetti gun and often i would shoot it earlier in the you know sometimes it was a good way to get the audience's attention <laughs> or like you know sometimes i just when people came on stage i just shoot them as a passive aggressive you know how i am on shows i mean yeah you and, need uh, to bring that back when we get back to comedy again i think uh, there's a few people I, could be shot yeah but yeah now everyone would just be like that's the weekend's bit yeah, yeah. see now yeah now i'm gonna look like an asshole yeah and the other thing about this is that i know from experience is when you do that you either have to put an earplug in one ear or you have to hold it far away from your head oh, otherwise Jesus. you will just deafen yourself in one ear loud <laughs> yeah so we so, do yeah, get so we you... get the first reaction from the audience here because they do they scream when he pulls the trigger right they yeah, scream they and then they applaud that's what they want and he seems happy again he's got again his demented smile yeah just looking crazy and so yeah he's finally he got through his crazy night he was murdered and then reassembled right and then he had his final gig and it went it went great he killed great yeah you know it's a great great gig so i don't know any final thoughts about this what do we call it sex Sexology. Sexology. I think it's great. It was one of my, yeah, I wanted to pick it because it was one of my highlights of last year. I mean, there wasn't much going on last year, but right. it, it's also a relief to me, as I mentioned uh, towards the beginning of the show. For a while, the weekend had sort of lost me a little bit. I wasn't really interested in what he was doing. And then right. he came out with these and yeah, I think they're amazing and bizarre and upsetting. And it's just everything for me. It elicits yeah. all of, some of them are funny. Some of them are just amazing to watch. Some of them are scary. Some of them are 
are just downright disgusting. Yeah, I think that as they go on, they get more and more disturbing. And I think yeah. it's one of those things. I mean, we obviously it's the point of this show, but the the less you look into it, the better. Right. <laughs> because if you look too far into it, you will probably be disappointed. Right, right. That's very fair. I don't think there's any particularly deep messages in this, but the like visually, they're really inventive. Narratively, they're interesting. Like I, and it's fun to see somebody commit this much to this narrative yeah. over like six videos or like it's not even it's like five music videos a short film and a jimmy kimmel performance yeah like integrating <laughs> those live performances into it, making the what i mean even like the super bowl halftime show just making that part of your story yeah yeah that was the other thing that yeah like so in the gen so in then january of 2021 i guess after the no february so i guess it'd be yeah the final thing involving this is he's wearing the suit he's using a lot of the imagery the lights mm-hmm. the the bandages and all that in this super bowl performance yeah and he did a series of performances yeah he was one of the highlights of the pandemic he showed that you can i mean in a way these restrictions can make you do even more creative things yeah. he did a version of blinding lights on the top of this uh, huge building and it's yeah it's so many amazing performances and what to me this feels like these uh, to get back to these videos this feels like music videos really stepping up their game oh yeah so i don't recall i don't recall many music videos being this consistently creative and well made like a movie each one is like its own movie yeah it does kind of form into yeah this kind of larger coherent narrative which is i mean as coherent as i mean i don't know this nightmarish narrative Mm -hmm. but uh yeah it is it is it is a as a piece it's really impressive and consistently i think not only the quality of production is really high on all of it but like just the quality of just the inventiveness of it yeah is you're absolutely right. and what do you think about how it's so mainstream like these are these are really popular but they're really bizarre and i think it's like it's a great example of how the internet has made things a lot more eclectic yeah yeah i think that's that's a good point yeah because it's like yeah this is like very much pop music this is very much everybody knows it but it, it was like him not being afraid to be weird it is it is nice that it's like this felt like an art project in the same way that like Ziggy Stardust for like David Bowie felt like that was a performance piece like that was all of a piece and you kind of I like this idea that you know yeah I would really like more artists to kind of do this yeah it's pretty because like again when you like put it against the songs all the songs can be played on the radio Mm -hmm. and despite a few swears and whatever it's all perfectly accessible and then the videos what the fuck like none of these are probably being played on any they're not being played on MTV but it is yeah I mean that's the strength of like YouTube I've been so many more interesting videos yeah and i i think the internet is demanding a higher quality from artists like this and it's allowing more freedom because the weekend is as a person he's a bit of an enigma he doesn't really ever explain himself right well thanks alex for bringing these to my attention that's i i hadn't had missed these so i'm glad yeah i'm glad you i'm glad you enjoyed that i was interested to see what you make i did i mean enjoyed it i mean the last ones were upsetting yeah (laughs) you know it was it was quite quite interesting but thanks so much is there anywhere that people can find you like online do you want to plug social media or any no i'm not very good at social media but yeah. and comedy is sort of out the window at the moment so i don't really have anything to plug i'm just here for the the love of music videos well i appreciate that then well when you can do live shows uh, check out alex i often put him on my live shows he's a very funny fellow yeah, i have a lot of fun at my shows well thanks again alex and thank I you very much take care you too